As you can see, we are missing a couple people. Uh, I had to take over, and of course, there were uh, technical difficulties. Turns out, though, PC just needed a restart, and that was it. Took us took me 25 minutes to figure that out. But anyway, I'm your so host, Jake Decker, today. This is episode 158 of GameSpot After Dark, and joining me is Kurt in Davina. Hi. Greetings. Salutations. Happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being patient. And Jess Howard. Hi. Um, excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Drove in. <laughs> Drove the great, in. The great, the great lengths you go to drive a car to hang out with an the, empty office of people. Yeah. Uh, then, the hour and 20 minute drive that because it's from Sacramento to San Francisco took me two and a half. Nice. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep us updated. If anything seems off, let me know and I can try to fiddle with it again. Hopefully it won't take uh, too long, but this is going to be a somewhat pared back episode because uh, we're missing a lot of people. Jean-Luc is off. Uh, Lucy is getting something important for her work travel. And Tamor is meeting someone very important, too important for this. But anyway, Jess, you've been on GameSpot After Dark before. Yeah, I think a couple times. I think once before I was hired a while ago. Okay. And then once right after I was hired. Okay, so we yeah. don't necessarily need to do the whole introduction thing. Because no. I remember when um, you were on before. Yeah. But when was the last time you were on? Do you want to give people an update? Uh, last time I was on was December. Um I don't know what has happened. I had a baby. Hey. That's, yeah. that's a pretty that's, big that's, update. That's, I had a baby. Yeah, uh, no, no, no big yeah. deal. No big deal. Just a little baby. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm tired. I'm sleep deprived. Because um, you have a if, baby. Because I have a baby. Mm. And because uh, you had to drive two and a half hours to yeah, get here. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and um, sit in a room while Jake pretended like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> as I as I ripped apart this room, turns oh. out I just needed the the old restart. But that's what okay. is life if not sitting in a room pretending you know what you're doing? <laughs> I, so, we have an episode planned, obviously. Uh, first, we're going to start off with what we've been playing, as usual. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one, because, <laughs> Kurtz, you're playing a bunch of mobile games yes. for uh, video. Yes. Probably don't want to talk too much about them. Or do you? Uh, I mean, I, I would... I will Actually, there's maybe, there's maybe one or two I, I'm willing to talk about. Uh, I, so, for context, I don't play mobile games. And then there's not even really like an intention behind that. I've just never... I've been in a place where the mar- the mobile market seemed to appeal to me. The ga- like there weren't murmurs of games that seemed like interesting. Of course, there's just stuff like Monument Valley that's made ripples in the medium of it, but otherwise, I've just always I just I, I just haven't given it a chance. So the, the 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 point of this video that I'm working on is to stop myself from playing everything else. I packed up my consoles, I unplugged them, wow. and I'm only playing mobile games for a week straight. Wow! And the, with the intent to find what I'm confident could be my next favorite game. Because it would be so ignorant of me to think that, like, there isn't something great in the sea of hundreds of thousands of mobile games that are there. So, anyways, that's just the context for it. But what I've been playing, I had a tough time the first day. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? I got to, like, let me search for story. Just search search for story because I like story games. Yeah. I like visual novels. 
put story in the search bar uh, in the in the old iPhone app store, and all I got was choose your own adventure romance novels, one of which is just called Dilfs. Nice. Oh, all right. okay. And I downloaded it, and it's a series of books you can choose from. Wow. One of them was called Waking Up Pregnant. And that's what I chose. So I'm playing that. Well, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Jess Howard. Yeah. So yeah. But otherwise I did like in my in my journey to find uh, things I'm enjoying, I started playing Florence. Oh okay. I love Florence. That's really I was gonna ask if you had checked that one out because that is the, the mobile game. Really? I would so say. I, I I don't know. I've seen Florence, I know of Florence, I like I even know some of the notoriety behind the developer of it. Um, but it was like I was scrolling through. It was like two ninety nine. I was getting sick of dealing with free ads and games, specifically hidden object hidden object games mm. uh, that would like spoon feed you ads for two minutes straight until you yeah. could just find like a vase in the midst of a fucking you know yeah. corner of a room. Um, and I was like, you know what, two ninety nine is nothing. That's a, that's less than a cup of coffee. I'll take a chance. And I got Florence and holy hot shnikes. I think this is like I like I get it. So that's that's one of the that's the experience I'm like playing through right now, where it's like actually like I'm starting to see how the this this device that if, if used well can actually utilize like mm -hmm. the intent of something really 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 well are you gonna force yourself to play something a little more mobily like clash um, of clans or something or with are you the, the refreshes try, and yeah the, are you trying yeah. to lean into things that you know no, you would be into that's the point is that i'm trying to find things that i know that will speak to me like okay it's, it's not that like i'm trying to expose myself to like a certain corner of mobile games mm. just for the sake of it it's just like no the point is like i know of games like clash of clans yeah. i know of games like angry bird i know like those things and like kind of their short attention span sort of like design mm -hmm. and like no i'm looking for something that's actually like using the intent of a phone of a tap of a, like of this device in your hand mm -hmm. um with like a sense of like artistic deliberateness yeah so florence um, is such a good option for that because it is such a tactile game like oh, it brilliant. works so well it's so, and mobile. it's like changing things constantly mm -hmm. and, and the way that like i if i'm not that far in it i think i'm like on act three okay acts there are um, but yeah, no, I, so no, to answer your question, I'm not going for that. I'm looking for Kurt games to play. Right. Yeah. I would give you recommendations, except I've also never really dabbled in mobile games other than Florence. Although I wow, did I have, an, I just chose that one. Out of I the know, it's a good choice. Uh, out of the blue, I did start playing Apple. What is it? Apple arcade, arcade. games mm -hmm. for a while. And I, and I think it lasted a day or two. It was like included with well, Apple that was, TV. That was the next step I was going to take. Yeah, be like, it seems like there's some good stuff, but okay. I can't be bothered. It, it, it's not that those games aren't good because there's a lot of really good stuff on there. It's more that I'm playing enough games right now and mm. I don't I don't want to add more the, things to the rotation. That's why I had to put everything away. Yeah, that like makes the only sense. way I'm going to do this is if I like take a break from playing yeah. console games, put my 3DS away, which was the really tough one to pack up because mm. I play that every night before I go to bed. So yeah. Dang. What do you play? <laughs> Just Hotel Dusk over and over and over again? <laughs> well, I, that is actually not... <laughs> that's, I have like a yearly like replay of Hotel Dusk. So that was coming up. <laughs> but no, I'm still trying to finish up Flower, Sun, and Rain. Like, okay. Uh, the like part of the Silvercase Suda games. And like I just have not finished it yet. But it's, that's like my go-to fall asleep at night game. And okay. then Hotel Dusk again. Nice. So, so oh, I was going to say, yeah. so an interesting type of mobile game that maybe you should try. There are games, and they're usually Atomo games, or Atome games, so like they are, you know, like romance games, right? Brilliant. But they will use the phone in an interesting way as far as like, 
I don't know, like having setups where it seems like you're getting text messages from different characters and yes. things like that, and they're really interesting. I'm trying to remember some of the ones that I've dabbled with. There's oh. one that's like during a zombie apocalypse like thing, and it's called I think it's called Dangerous Fellows or something. There's I know you're. T- there, there's another game like that that I remember. Is it Emily something Emily? Oh, Emily is away. Is it Emily is away? Maybe it's because it's is the, that the aim mis- one the mystery game where you like go through someone else's like. I think text messages and phones. No, they're, they're actually texting you. Oh, like it is. Amazing. It, 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 I think you're supposed to set up notifications. And yeah. I, more played one of them. I love that. Mystic Messenger is another one too. It's like a romance game where you, you're interacted with that way. And oh. I think that they're really inventive. You know, like I usually I kind of fall off of them as much as I like these like silly you know romance games. But it's it's really cool what they're doing. Mm. Yeah, that's see that's the thing. As I have an ups- like I have a thing where I'm like obsessed with the intent of like how a developer uses a console or device or a thing with the mm-hmm. intent of that thing. So I feel like sometimes even I like, that's one of the reasons why I like my like I don't have much of like a thing for PC gaming because mm-hmm. it's like this all across the board, Swiss army knife of a way to play games. Totally fine, totally yeah. cool, I get it. But there's something about like my obsession with a game like Seaman for Dreamcast. That's like that game cannot exist in any other place than it did on Dreamcast. Hotel Dusk on the Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. That game can't exist in any other way than it yeah. did on the DS because of how it was designed for the DS. So I'm on the hunt for games that feel so specific mm-hmm. to be made for a phone. So ideas of like someone texting me yeah. in like a game or that way, like yes, that's that's what I'm looking for. Like that's yeah. what I want. So I'm easing into it. I've like deliberately went in with no recommendations. I'm trying to like see what it's like for someone to go in like totally blind, bare bones, basically know nothing over the past like seven some years of, of mobile market and now we're ruining it for you by giving you suggestions <laughs> no i think it's okay it's like i think i'm like this is day three and i think i'm at the point where it's like i think i need okay. little little, little outside influence because i played yeah. florence i know the minute i f- finish florence i'm like well now what do i do mm-hmm. so yeah florence yeah. is so good i'm glad you played that one have you did you do sayonara wild hearts no, and I'm kind of hesitant because it is a console game as well. That's what I was going to say. That's one that, like, I love it. I played it on mobile, but it doesn't need to be played yeah. on mobile. So it doesn't quite fit in line with... And the developers, yeah. Samogo, have done, like, are have done phenomenal mobile games before in the past. Most yeah. of them I haven't played, but Year Walk was a game they made that started as a mobile game. Then uh, I eventually played on PC, and mm-hmm. I, absolutely, I absolutely love Year Walk. So I will eventually go down the rabbit hole, I know. Yeah. Nope. That's what I'm playing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see your video because, Thanks. you know, anything that really stands out, I might want to check out. It's probably just going to be Dilfs waking up right <laughs> I named my, my, the female protagonist I play as, as Crut. So Sexy Jeff is always like, Crut, I want to touch you. And also, you have to pay. It's a free game, but the microtransactions are baked into the choices you make. So if mm. you want like the good, sexy, fun times, you got to pay for it. Yeah, that's how a lot it. of those really? are. Yes. Like episodes is the really big one that a lot of people play, and it's yeah, you'll have it's you have to pay to do anything in it. Yeah, all the worst choices are free. Yeah, <laughs> so it'll like, be like it'll seriously be like, how do you want to dress for your date? And it's like a trash bag, a paper bag, a really expensive gown. Pay five dollars, yeah. and it's like. Cool. Oh my god! Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, there was oh, one. Op- there was one option in the scene when Crut goes in to find her one night stand, Jeff, and, and say, <laughs> "I'm pregnant." She has like sickness in front of him, uh, and oh. you have a choice to be like, "Run for the bathroom, seventeen diamonds," 
Uh, like you grab the garbage can, 15 diamonds, of which those are the things you have to pay for. Puke on his shoes, free. <laughs> to me, that's the best option. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems more entertaining. Like I want, I want a playthrough of just the worst things you could possibly do. He was still do. very lovely about it. He was just like, it's okay. I'm, gonna, I'm the CEO of this company. I'll take care of everything. So yeah, still that's how COOs outcome. act, you know? They're just like, oh, you threw up on my $8,000 shoes? <laughs> yeah. I'm Jeff. Oh, getting in the same elevator with you with my $5,000 suit? What's <laughs> yes. the line? I think that was in Fifty Shades of Grey, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jess, how about you? What have you been playing? Um, So I reviewed Cult of the Lamb. So hey, I played... Thank you. Um, I played a lot of that, and it's really fun. I, I mean, I did the review for our site, so... Wasn't that your first review? It was my what? first video. I've done a couple okay. other indie mm-hmm. games, and both of the other indie games I didn't like too much. So I feel but like that's why I kept quiet about yeah. them because I don't like to like you know put people on blast. But yeah, I wasn't as into those ones. But this is like I, I loved Cult of the Lamb. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I know that I, la- I listened to last week's episode of Gamespot After Dark, and I know that it was talked about extensively. So mm-hmm. I won't focus on that. Um, I also have been playing a little bit of Two Point Campus. Um, I started playing it on console, though, and I do have to say that, you know, it's cool that it's, I think it's on Game Pass, and that's why I was playing Mm -hmm. it on console, Um, but those types of games, I really just need to play on PC. Um, Tycoon games and simulation games, they just, it does not work for me um, on console. I felt like I was just constantly, like, clicking buttons trying to get to, like, where I wanted to get to in the menu, because it's so menu heavy. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then I beat Stray, which I know is super delayed because that came out. Oh, I haven't beaten it. I, I haven't beaten it either. Okay. So. All right. Well, cool. Um, I don't know if I will. I don't know if I will either. I, that's kind of how I felt about <laughs> it, too. I, I didn't really have, like, a strong urge to play it. Um, but I was like, eh, I, I think this game's only, like, four or five hours long. And it seems kind of cute. And I got a new cat. And I was like, I wonder if he's going to react to it. <laughs> and? Uh, oh, he, yeah. He loved it. Honestly, it was. didn't give a shit. So really? I, neither one of my cats cared at all. Oh. So did, did that kind of kill it for you? Because No, the, not in the slightest. I, okay. I, no, like that game, I, I don't know if I like that game. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel the same way, but while I was playing it, I felt that I needed to have a cat to fully enjoy oh, the game. They <laughs> didn't care at all. But they yeah, hearing that your cats you don't care. No, yeah. I was like, give me a yeah, like, cat. Even, <laughs> I was like, even trying to like gesture both Lily and Megatron, like, look. There's a there's a game and there's, like, there's a thing. We need to we need to make Twitter content. Come on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like I need to be cool. Turn into like a pageant mom, weeks. like exactly. <laughs> Neither one of them cared. Megatron was Damn. like, I'm gonna go lay on my back and in the sunlight, and Lily was just like, I'm an old lady. I don't care. But yeah. yeah Neither one of them cared. Yeah. I, I I think the game seems very well made. Like I played the first hour or so, and I was enjoying it. Uh, I I don't know. I just didn't didn't grab me, I guess, as much as it seemed a lot of other people. I will say, I did see some people saying like, oh, people only like it because it's got a cat in it. And it's like, yeah, but it's got a cat. Like, what, what, this game doesn't exist without the cat. Yeah. So it's such a yeah. weird argument to make. Like, it is. That's what I saying. People only like Tomb Raider because Lara Croft's in it. I only like, like games that have humans in it. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. No, it was uh, I like we don't have to go too much into it, but I, I was uh, I, th- I agree. It's a very extremely well made game. It's very well realized and put together, and it feels like whole. It feels holistic in that way. Um, I was just getting bored. It. I just you know. I also kept running into this thing, this design thing that bugs me. Where uh, it's the whole idea of where when. It's the easy way to put it is like finding the key before the door. Yes. And I often was finding objects and things before I had actually found like the puzzle that they were supposed to be or like the scenario they was used yeah. in. And it kind of was like, 
kind of like deflating in a way, being like, oh, I already have like all of this because I went on my own merry way and was doing cat stuff. That's yeah. interesting that you bring that up. I wonder from a developer perspective or from like a designer perspective, would you prefer your players to find the key before the door or would you want them to find the door before the key? I was, I was always under the, or, or is it a I preference? Always felt, I always felt that's like you're presented with the, the obstacle. You're presented with a thing you can't get around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like your ability to like problem solve and figure out what it is you need to do to get through it. And too often, like very early in the game, like when you have to stop a fan, a propeller, you find the bucket. I know you're talking. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. You find about. the bucket, and like then you, on the ground, and yeah. then you and you're like, and oh. I was like, but if I was presented with a propeller, being like, damn, how do I get through this? Yes. And then I see the bucket. I'm like, oh my god, I'm a genius. I, yeah. I was I was robbed of that genius moment. I guess when I think of key and door, my brain automatically goes to Zelda. And when I find a small key in Zelda, I don't really care if I've seen the door yet, but because I know I'm going to find the door. But that's not really a but puzzle. But sometimes finding the key. First, and not knowing what door goes to is interesting. That's true. Yes. So, like, sometimes you have a bunch of doors and you have a bunch of keys. Yes. But that may not make sense. And then there's, like, that in of itself is, like, a puzzle. And usually, I feel like with Zelda, a lot of times, too, it's, like, you open and you get whatever, like, the new weapon or the key. And, like, part of the challenge then becomes, like, the obstacle to still get to Mm, that door. You know what I mean? So it's, like, there's still that element of challenge. Because I feel the same as you. Like, it wasn't – I never felt – challenged by it and any of the extra things that you could do where you were looking for things like finding the sheet music um it's completely optional it really yeah, doesn't do, feel like it for doing all that an achievement yeah, like I and the guy it. will play music but yeah but yeah it's a really stylish game um i do i've i've seen a lot of feedback though um online about how it's another one of those games that uses like very asian centric locations and like has that feel of being oh, yeah. like it but like there's no Asian, you know what I mean? There's like yeah, no representation you got, there. You got robots in, a, in you know, cool cool garbs and stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's like, that's one thing that I've seen where, you know, people are okay. more upset about it. And I get that. Like, I totally get that because I got that vibe while playing it. I was like, okay, they're using a lot of set pieces, but I feel like there's not really any like culture or history here, which can be a little, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. It was very much like, an average game, maybe I I don't know, dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a budget title. Like it's like I mean it's one of those. Not that you want to uh, base anything off of like how much it is. I, I would say, but it's like it's yeah. one of those things where it's like it's a five hour some game. It's like if yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I was like very close to the end of it. If yeah. it had uh, been any longer, I would have stopped. Yeah, to be honest, like, and, I, and I'm pretty sure like I, if I play it for like thirty minutes more, I might finish it. Um, <laughs> but um, well, I'm, you can't I'm, now. I'm you packed up now. your consoles. Yeah, yeah. I'm waking you're up, screwed. I'm waking Gotta wait for pregnant. They're all zipped up in a duffel bag. Feels kind of gruesome. <laughs> uh, Jordan calls us a bunch of cat haters, and that we need oh, to I have two straight. cats. I have two cats. I love and I, cats. And I'm like, love them. Like, dude, like I will kill a person. Look at the camera. I will tell like, them. Yeah, tell them. My the camera. Megatron and Lily are an extension of my identity. They're I my love. daughters. They're things that I love. They're things that matter to me. A game does not. Def- uh, whether my opinion on a cat game does not align with how much I care about my sexy felines. I, I probably just don't like cats. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Um, no, I like cats. Cats are fine. I guess I exist somewhere in the middle because I really like cats, but I would I don't think I'd call Jonesy a sexy feline. So uh, I mean I <laughs> do I objectify mine? That's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh well I don't have a whole lot to talk about because uh 
I both the games I've been playing I can't talk about yet. Sweet. Mm. I can say what I'm playing. At least one of them, I, The Last of Us Part One, oh, but okay. I can't say anything about it, which is strange because the game's already, you know, people have played Exists. it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Let's talk about the old one. Yeah, talk about it's the old gonna... one and not bring. Yeah, that'd be tough. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> uh, I have been playing a very strange game. It's not. It's not even that it's strange. Uh, it is a game that I typically wouldn't play called Way of the Hunter, and it is a hunting game. Now, I have never played a hunting game before apart from a game called Hunt Call of the Wild or something, and the fun part of that game wasn't the hunting. It was just fucking around with friends because it had multiplayer, and you could get mm-hmm. go-karts and run people over and stuff, oh, you know, all the stuff you want to do in a hunting game. Um, yeah. But this game uh, is, is, is very meditative. Mm. I... I'm a big fan of that. I, I'm I'm an absolute disaster when it comes to hunting. I can't I can't hit anything. I don't know how to properly hunt. I feel like I'm 200 meters away and all the animals near me are spooked. But the game looks so good and it's so serene. I'm just walking through fields, checking out. I like this. Checking out the birds that are flying by, watching the deer. There's also photography modes. So if you don't want to yeah. actually hunt, you can use Play a, a camera. Pokemon Snap. Exactly, and then just wander around this giant world that it, it that that is pretty gorgeous there's different maps you can go to you can even do it with a friend although it's pretty buggy okay um yeah it's 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 interesting i don't normally play games like this but i've been enjoying the serene relaxing nature of it i think it's because i've been playing a lot of player unknowns battlegrounds which i (laughs) talked about last week because i'm doing a dumb video uh and after the high intensity moments of that, it's nice to just go to this other world and uh, there's watch one, a stream. I think it was that one, whatever one you like hunt. What's the hunt one? Hunter, Call of the Wild, is or that something. Like an open world one. Yeah. So I always, I'm not, I have no desire to play a game where I hunt innocent animals um, or hunt animals. I guess I should say. Uh, but I've, I've always been like, but that game looks in, like I like the idea of being like mm-hmm. in an open world and just like uh, taking your time. Uh, with trying to track down something. If it was, like, not a deer, that'd be sweet. Yeah. But I like the idea of this. I mean, what I'm saying is I'm a big fan of just, like, existing in world games. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 that's kind of what it feels like to me. Like, I am just taking in the scenery, walking really slow, checking things out. There's not a whole lot to do. There's some interesting encyclopedia bits that'll tell you about the area you're in, the animals that you're hunting, and like how to ethically hunt, which oh, interesting. depending on how you look at it, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. but the the idea in this game is that like the hunting is for um, sustenance, you know, like yeah. if you really want to get into like how animals are treated and stuff, like a hunt, I'd rather be hunted as a as a as an animal than being locked in a cage and treated like shit. But that's that's another conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's it, it's neat. Yeah, <laughs> it's neat. Yeah. That's about it's all neat. I have to say. I, I haven't played a whole lot. Uh, it's really buggy. Uh, uh, I know some people have. I, I mean, I haven't run into any issues apart from stuff I've had in multiplayer. Um, but I know I was watching. I think it's ACG did a review, and he liked it. He I think he said it was a buy. But then he updated his statement because there was a wind sound effect bed that was over everything that he couldn't get rid of mm. no matter how many times he reinstalled uh like loaded in different saves just no matter where he was just a very loud wind noise mm. that ultimately led him making a video to say i don't recommend this game anymore <laughs> until oh they've got this God. sorted so it sounds like it was pretty annoying i don't know if they fixed it i think the game came out 
a day ago or two days ago. So oh, maybe okay. like there was a day one patch or something. Could always just play it on a bad laptop with like a loud fan. You won't even know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people like white noise. Um, yeah. yeah uh, someone in chat. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Heji Hayuga says, "Yeah, ACG was the one who posted that review." Mm. Um, and no, it has the art of war hasn't helped me hunt animals at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I could talk about the other stuff, but I Just can't. Don't. It's fine. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Next week will be an interesting one. You can just like face away from the camera and just mouth it to us and we'll just look really excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not even gonna try to do that. <laughs> it's not worth it. Somebody uh, will like <laughs> catch it in a reflection. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. That's what they think? Oh no. <laughs> uh so that's basically what we've been playing. Yeah. Uh we have a couple topics here that I threw down. <laughs> I don't know if uh you guys had a look at some of these. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Decide on the fly. <laughs> I, I only have two, actually, but then we have a question of the week from Maria, which uh, was brought to you by the GameSpot Discord server. If you're not in it, be sure to join. Um, the first one is I figured we should probably talk about Embracer Group. Oh, to some extent. God. I like woke up this morning and I feel like almost like exhausted by the amount of stuff that Embracer's buying to the point where it's like I'm not, I don't even know how to react to it anymore. And I didn't understand that the Lord of the Rings one today because I was like, what do you mean they bought Lord of the Lord Rings? Of it's like, weird, what does that yeah. mean? I was like, maybe they just bought the rights from like EA so they can make games. Games, yeah. yeah. But then I was like, no, they bought the rights to Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah. Just, where, does, where, where, where is Embracer getting all this money? So, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so for those who don't know, the em- Embracer Group is a holding company. I have this written down here. It's a holding company, and that means rather than producing something, it has financial stake in many smaller company- companies. Obviously, I'm simplifying it like crazy. There's a lot more to it. But I believe it is a Swedish company. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Uh, and they've been in headlines a lot because they purchased a bunch of video game they're building uh, the biggest library mm-hmm. of like complete video games. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's pretty insane. There's a pie chart um, that you can find that's even bigger now technically, but it shows like how much Sony owns in terms of the game space, how much Microsoft owns in the game space, and then how much Embracer owns, and it is huge, like outnumbering Tencent, outnumbering pretty much everything. Um, and this adds to it, and it's not only games. Like they have, uh, uh, I think Dark Horse Comics they own as oh, well. I, don't, yeah. I didn't know that. And I mm. think. I think they might have stakes in some movie studios as well, or at least something, because aren't they trying to make like a Saints Row movie? I, f- I feel like I heard about. Well, that's, I think that's what I was getting to earlier. I've become like almost exhausted yeah. by seeing Embracer in certain yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. To the point where like I feel like if I, I could have almost went my day without, with like not even remembering that I saw that they bought Lord of the Rings together and be like, what? what you, how do you, what? Huh? The Tolkien estate was just like. Yeah. There, there's an undisclosed amount, right? Did they say yeah. how much? Oh, I, I think they have to reveal it eventually, right? Yeah. They did. Oh, I didn't see a number. They didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't see one of the headlines or anything. I think that's what was shocking to me. Is like I was surprised that they sold. I was surprised it wasn't already purchased by someone. <laughs> like, yeah, or I guess, like I, I would have figured Amazon would have been like, yeah, we'll take yeah. that right now because we're doing Rings of Power or whatever. But yeah. I, I don't know how that works. But. I don't know. In my I mind, Lucy like, I was about to say, honestly. this is certainly the, the conversation Lucy James would come in. She's She's got it running through her veins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not here, so yeah. what's she going to do? Let's deal with it. <laughs> Let's talk about how much she, Lord of the Rings sucks. Yeah. For, no. I, I've <laughs> been trying there, to read the books. The only, isn't it the only Blu-rays you've been watching? E, well, yeah. So when I moved into my new apartment, I didn't have internet. Uh, but I had Blu-rays, and I recently purchased the 
4K Blu-ray collection yeah. of Lord of the Rings, the uh, uh, director's cuts, which mm. I had never seen before. In fact, I'd only seen all of those movies once in theaters, and that was a long time ago. So with no internet, I figured I'd watch Lord of the Rings, and I got about halfway through Two Towers, meaning I got through the first disc of Two Towers, because there's two for each movie, because of course there is. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I th- there is some... There is was an interesting quote that did come out of this, though, um, to make it look like I have been preparing somewhat for this. Uh, Stephen Totillo tweeted, Embracer CEO, CEO Lars Wingafors on what game games industry trends he's seeing. A bit back to basics, I would say. Let's talk about blockchain and NFTs. Thank God. I prefer to talk about real games and experiences. So, I mean, that's just a quote. I don't know. It's hard to say what that could mean, but hopefully that means that these acquisitions will at least lead to games that are a little more, I don't know, standard, single player, not, not, and they, they won't be jumping on the NFT train and stuff. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, they also, there was like also, wasn't there talks of like already being like, yeah, we're going to do a spinoff Lord of the Rings films. Wasn't that a part of the conversation? Really? That's what I saw. See, I, mean, I didn't read much no of the, the Lord of the Rings stuff because like, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, there's it's. I mean, the, the thing is with Lord of the Rings, like, there's a lot there mm. um, that you can pull from, um, but there's still a lot of fill you have to do in the midst of like lore and stories that are talked about. Like, yeah. there's like there's a lot to pull from. It's just yeah. it's going to involve you know filling a lot of gaps and stuff like that. Um, but I just don't you know. Um, I have no stake in this conversation. If I'm being honest, I'm exhausted by everything all the time. If they, if they, if they balloon it out into Star Wars, a fight and Marvel, a fight, I'm so happy for those who are excited about it. I guess it's a bit reassuring to hear that quote, just because, like, so they also bought Limited Run, um, which makes like the physical copies of you know limited edition games and stuff like that, um, and. I don't know. I guess if they have kind of this old school mentality on back to basic, and I'm just like, I don't feel great about this news, but I'm just like, for the sake of, you know, having some sort of positive angle on this, if they're getting back into that and they're buying limited run games, like maybe they have intent on, you know, making different games more widely accessible, which is great because accessibility is like, like, or I guess not accessibility in the sense that you might be thinking when talking games. No, but the accessibility like, of being able to play of being, a game. Yeah, like being able to play them. Yeah, it's exactly. It's annoying. It's frustrating, yeah. especially unless, you know, you want to ROM it or emulate it. But even then, it's like, it's not, yeah. it goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like, it's not the way that those things were intended to be played. But yeah, Embracer is building the biggest game library. They intend mm-hmm. to build the biggest, like, physical game library, basically buying every single physical game that was ever made. You know, which is like... Not great, but I guess at the if you want to, you know, for preservation, I think it's just yeah for preservation, like, I just think yeah. It's an interesting thing. I, I I I just don't know how much of like I'm just not versed it, enough. Oh well, yeah, it's also I don't know. Big media conglomerates aren't always they don't always operate with uh, ethics and other no. people in mind necessarily. So I, I definitely get the skepticism. I'm definitely skeptical about the direction that's heading, but. I, I don't know. It's weird. It feels like came, they came out of nowhere, too. Just there, all of a sudden, they, one literally day. literally was announced at, like, 9.30 last night. Yeah. Like, just... Um, I'm, this is me being ignorant. Are they the folks who also bought, like, Tomb Raider? Yes. They yes. Bought, okay, Crystal so they Dynamics. Yeah, okay. Uh, THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they own 
That that came with like eleven studios, I that think. That was such a bizarre one. They're the people playing Monopoly who are like getting all the orange properties and yeah. like the stuff on that side of the yeah. Like that's really what it feels like. It's just buying like yeah. these mid to lower like things that you don't necessarily think about as much, but like you add it all up Crystal, and it's yeah. a lot. Crystal Dynamics <laughs> was a surprise. That was yeah. a surprise that Square was like peace. Like, I'm not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, Square Enix didn't seem to treat its Western studios oh, I, I all mean, that I well. I agree with that. I think they were pretty ready to offload uh, Square Enix, especially after Marvel Avengers. But I am surprised in the sense that they offloaded some very popular IPs. You That's know. really what I'm more But But, but even I remember when <laughs> Tomb Raider 2013 came out and it sold like 5 million copies and Square Enix put out a release. Yeah, we were a little disappointed with the performance of Tomb Raider. It's like, what? What were you expecting? Like, that seems pretty good to me. Yeah. But I think that game went through a lot of internal reboots and stuff. Not reboots, but it's been a lot of time in development from what I remember. Yeah. Um, But I do think what you said is interesting, though, because even though they have such a big piece of the pie, I feel like a lot of the studios they own, apart from, you know, a handful are smaller, Mm -hmm. like double A studios. Yeah. You know, like... Sure, Microsoft has less studios by comparison, but a lot of those studios are huge. Yeah. And, you know, they're making Halo and stuff, which mm-hmm. is a giant game that, that Embracer doesn't really have a com- something that stands toe-to-toe with it, you know? Which, I mean, like, if you're coming at it from, like, an investment point of view, which is, like, what that company is first and foremost, like, makes sense. It's like you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So it's better to have a lot of, you know, smaller studios doing a lot of different types of things because that way, you know, if tides change and if they're looking at, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, like if, if there's a direction the market's going in and like different studios that are doing well while others are kind of going under, like, makes sense. But but Lord of the Rings. But Lord of the but Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Like, that's the one I'm like, oh, oh okay. Right. Yeah. You can buy that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. You can buy it, anything. Is it, like, how how old is Lord of the Rings? Isn't it like after a hundred years? It's technically public, public domain, domain anyway. But I know Disney it's not 100, is. I don't no, think. it's not a hundred. Well, I know Disney has done a very good job of extending that timeline, and extending it. They got I think, some good I think, lawyers. Because <laughs> isn't Mickey Mouse supposed to be up for public domain soon? Yeah. And yeah. Disney's like, wait a second, wait a second, we don't want. Weird well, isn't that what happened with Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is public domain now, yeah, which, yeah. as of earlier this year. Yeah, which is why there's that atrocious-looking horror movie, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh horror film that's being made. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah I've been it looks, to avoid it. It looks real bad. It has it has like that Thanksgiving vibe to it. <laughs> you haven't seen this? Well, I've seen Thanks Killing, and I'm no, glad someone else has. No, I'm talking about the Winnie the, the the Winnie the Pooh horror film. I have not seen oh, it. Oh, I was like, I was hoping it was a fever dream that I just was just gonna. <laughs> well, maybe it was if I didn't know. Wishful about thinking. It. I mean, I, no, Jess like, confirms you though. So. Like all no. things, I wake up in the morning and I look at the news and I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just try to pick and choose what's yeah. in. So yeah. yeah, I just don't look at the news. Not working in games for a while was kind of nice because I just didn't pay attention to things. A game would come out and I'd be like, cool. Guess it's out. Maybe yeah. I'll play it. Maybe I won't. Maybe and I won't even look at a review. Yeah, maybe I do maybe that I'll a lot just, too. Maybe I'll just take a risk. Yeah. Ooh. I'll uh, just get what I want to play. But yeah. And Walk on the wild side. <laughs> <laughs> All three of your viewers are sitting here right now. Like, maybe you just shouldn't listen. Maybe you just should. Maybe just get yeah. a game. Don't look yeah. at a review. But you should look at Jess's review for Call of Line. Over and over. Just refresh the page. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those, those, page, those yeah. page views up. Uh, well... I think we've talked about Embracer. Unless, Kurt, there's anything you want to add? I know you feel pretty impassioned about <laughs> this news. I want to take a nap. Okay. Mm. 
You can do it now if you want. <laughs> I want my bed to embrace yeah. me. <laughs> yes. Embrace or embrace <laughs> embrace me in your biggest library of games arms and just so I could look at the Dreamcast section. Sounds nice taking a little door. nap. Like yeah. I just imagine like a, a plastic cases. Oh no see I just I imagine like a very nice library with like brick and like wood and a fireplace but it's just it's just video games. You just mm. take a little nap right there mm. next to the fire. Mm. Did you did, did you stop at our little game library we have over no. there? No. I oh, honestly, yeah. so I was scared to look around. I was like, I don't know where I'm allowed to go. Oh, <laughs> so oh, you can go anywhere on this floor. Okay. Yeah, you could get, you could like throw stuff. You yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. throw stuff, break some windows. Well, maybe don't break windows. But yeah. Uh, if you did upon. it, I wouldn't, I, I would blame it on someone else. Yeah. Uh, Randy Ramsey's that's right next to basically where you're sitting, so you can yeah. like mess his desk up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't think he like... listens to the podcast. Like I've snuck some books into his book collection. I don't know if he's noticed. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I love that. We, gonna... <laughs> Richard and I, we were shooting something earlier today, and we were looking for a Canon 50 millimeter lens, the really nice one that I'm sure costed a lot of money, and it wasn't <laughs> there. And I was the last one who used it, so I was oh. sweating. I, I was called like, you out. I was like, because Richard came up. Well, to I me. told him. I, I, was, I like, was like, oh, I, I haven't used that last. camera. I haven't used that camera since like, uh, like almost before the pandemic. Yeah. So I was like, but Jake films like I, the last. Yeah, week. and you were watching the entire <laughs> time. You were waiting for me to mess <laughs> yeah. up. Um, so anyway, we're looking around for it. I was checking where we shot. John Luke had said he'd put things away. I was like, okay. Uh, we're looking. Sure enough, it's in John Luke's desk. He's got it. He's got it in his desk. He was hoping you would never find it. Yeah, I know. And And that's why we called to disturb his vacation today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's why he tried to derail this. Yeah, Yeah. this is why this didn't work. Sabotage. Yeah, I think I actually saw him messing with this, so it would be the setup. So it'd be difficult for me to start it. Yeah, Yeah. because he he wanted he he wanted it to be difficult (laughs) for me. Um. Anyway, I have another topic here that I came up with. Uh, it's not a very good one. We may not even (laughs) want to answer it. So uh, I'm going to give you all five seconds to think of a better topic, and then I'm going to read this topic, and then we can decide. What did you have for breakfast today? That's a, no. (laughs) Well, now I want to know the topic, though. Well, maybe it's not bad. Okay. So so we all have produced a lot of articles, videos. I think I have like a thousand plus videos on GameSpot or something like that. Holy shnikes. Video game content you've created that you regret making, that you, you just wipe <laughs> from existence. So I, I, I figured this is kind of like inside baseball, but I figured it would also be a good opportunity to kind of talk about like yeah, let's, some of the processes let's, that let's we... Let's make it rip. Let's rip. Yeah, let's do it. You think this is okay? Are we okay with this? Is there any... Cause Are the, you okay with it? The oh, yeah, danger yes. is that you're probably going to send people to these yeah. videos, articles, or whatever you've Mine's done. Mine's probably going to be... Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll talk it through. Why do you have do you have one to start with? Oh, I have so many. Ooh, you, well, you, okay. the thing is, like, you have a lineage, because like you you've like you've been here from like the the associate. You've been here since an intern. Right? I was here I, when there wasn't even associates. Before so, we dig into this, when did y'all start to work in the games industry? Like, what year? So I know, uh, like, like a, a, a paycheck, or like when did I start writing and producing? Writing and producing. Okay. 2013, then. 2013, okay. I guess professionally, like actually working, because my my first real game industry job was is GameSpot. Yeah. Uh, 2019. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so three years. Okay, because I'm like I'm like probably 2019-ish too, like three or so years. Yeah. So I'm like I'm trying to think, and I'm like I don't well, know I, if I, I have much yet. The that thing I... is though, I I mean yeah. So I guess like mine's funky because I was writing. I was like I was writing for free. I mean as like as a volunteer for websites. Yeah. So that's dating, what I'm dating, counting. Dating Count that back. too. Oh, yeah. so I would think that would go back. <laughs> I guess like back far. That because for me I started. Um, I almost want to say. 2014 is when I start when I like like was like I want to learn how to do things I want to learn how to write and I started like I yeah. threw myself into the deep end and started mm-hmm. writing without knowing how to write I had to teach myself how to write during that time it was bad yeah uh, but I was writing for websites like adventuregamers.com do you remember your first thing or maybe the first memorable thing you wrote yeah I mean the first thing I ever did was a review on the game Harvester if you guys are familiar with that. No, it is not a, at all. <laughs> a, it is notoriously known as like the goriest game ever made. Oh. It was interesting. a point and click adventure uh, that I think was released in 94. 96. 96, because oh. it was delayed a few years. It's had, it had a terrible, terrible uh, like development period. But it's an FMV point and click adventure. Oh, okay. Um, and it's gratuitous. It is almost disgusting. It's a violent, gross, uh, like, point-and-click adventure that's just, like, filled with uh, really hard, weird themes, but it's also, like, kind of, like, comedic and funny, and it's, like, it's a very... it's Interesting. It's an oxymoron of, of, of genres. Interesting. Um, and I've actually been fascinated with this game ever since I wrote the review, but my review is probably... I don't. I don't even want to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's also was really long. I remember just writing a ridiculously <laughs> stupid long review and being, like, this button does this, and if you click here, it doesn't do that. And I just how, getting, how old were you? Oh. We're going to date you a little bit. No, it's fine. Um, 24, 25. 24, I think. Wait, okay, you you wrote, you wrote did this review much later then, right? In my life, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. For, for a second, I, th- I pictured, no, like, no. young Kurt... Writing a review for this no, game. No, it's that's that's the thing. I was like a bad. I was a musician and an artist before I was a writer and a video making boy. Mm. So I was never a good. I was never like at my start a writer. I learned to be a writer, and I st- like and it, I threw myself into the deep end by being like, I want to learn how to write. So yeah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't actually get started doing stuff until like my mid early twenties. But that was after I worked at Nintendo in QA, yeah, which was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've heard it's great there. Oh yeah, there's been an article that came yeah, out. Right? Yeah, there was an article. It said everything yeah, was just great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. No I've, problems. I kind of don't know if I want to read that article. I might. I, As yeah. somebody who was QA there for almost a year. I read the summary of it that we posted as like our news article, linking to you know the full report, and just that was enough. That was enough. Yeah, I I'm think. interested because I I had problems. Like I've had things directed. One of the reasons why I'm kind of grateful I left uh, or was laid off was because it just was not a good environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I dealt with my own... <sighs> my own... You don't, you don't have to get too in yeah, it if you don't my, want no, to. No, no, no. My <laughs> own, okay, I think I told you this, because, like, people, it's it's fine. Like, people, it was, it was, an, oh, it was just... I, I'm a distinct person. I know this. And I didn't necessarily fit into that crowd when I walked into those doors. And I just, like, it was... It just took a while to me find, for me to find my footing amongst the... 400 some people who are working there. That's so, a lot. anyways, that's an off topic, but yes. Uh, yeah, I wrote a review for the game Harvester. It's a <laughs> terrible game that I, f- I still think about to this day. Mm-hmm. It left an impression. Interesting. I, it, it makes me think of hatred 
kind of. I don't know if you remember Hate, that yeah, game. No, I do because I was just working, in terms of how Hate, over the top. Hatred and, was different because that was like a that lot was that was cynical, a mass right? shooter yeah. simulator basically mm. that was done in a cynical um, way. But Harvester is different because you play as a, an, an amnesic kid who wakes up in the middle of this like picturesque 1950s suburban town, but like everyone's a little twisted. Everyone's mm. a little weird. Uh, okay. But it's it's not done in a way that's interesting it's so everything's at the forefront it's like filled with like just okay. dark jokes dark humor innuendos like from the start and uh it's just like it actually tries to say something kind of interesting in the end but getting to that point to understand that it, it everything's de- the, the point is deflated by the time you get there yeah, yeah um, and it's sense. just it's just so is that game coming out harvestella that's the sequel right <laughs> yes okay cool yes. okay I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that one yeah yeah i'm gonna review it <laughs> I'm going to write go. a 5,000 word review on it. Um, so I did a lot of news early on. So I don't remember what I first wrote for game-wise. I guess when I was really young, not really young, I don't know, I was like 14, I wrote a review for Gears of War. <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. I just wrote it because I was bored one day. Um, I love that. That's like kind of adorable, uh, yeah. though. Just Th- like sitting down, like, I'm going to write this. No one's going to read that. it. So but theory, I did that for Max Payne. When I was like eleven, okay, I, I did. I did write a That's Max Payne so review. Cute. So it's like <laughs> GeoCities website. Like I could really stretch and be like, "Yeah, I've been I've been in the games industry writing for twenty years <laughs> yeah, or whatever." I guess that's, <sighs> but that's what a lot of people do on Twitter. I've noticed. So they'll be like, "Game industry veteran of, of ten years." And yeah, like, well, I wrote really? a Max Payne really? art review when I was eleven. It was yeah. like, no. Oh um, no, I, I do. wasn't in, the, it wasn't in an actual part of like a full time publication until GameSpot. Yeah. But so. I will say the first review, I didn't get paid for this review, but I got a code for it, was for the, um, uh, oh, man. I can't believe I don't remember the name. It's one of your favorite games, Ben's oh. favorite games. What? Grim Fandango? Grim Fandango. Oh. I, wrote, I wrote a review for the, I'm like about to hit you. How do you not know, remember I, the name? I, I blanked. I blanked <laughs> a lot. I don't have a lot of brain cells. Like, I'm, oh, wearing, I'm wearing, wearing a pen. A pen. <laughs> right now. Uh, I wrote a review for the, the remaster, and that was the first code I got. And? And? Which I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I had a bug where I was stuck in an elevator and had to restart the game, though, which sucked. Oh, okay. Um, I don't... Yeah, I remember restarting the game and playing through, like, the first four or five hours again just to get to that point, and I was mm. terrified that I was going to miss Embargo because of that, which, like, I wasn't getting paid, so I probably should have just been like, ah, fuck it, I'll just do it when I yeah. can. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, this is a big deal. I have Oh, wow, that's sweet. The first time you get an embargo, though, is like it's it's that cool little I yeah. don't know. It is a cool feeling. It's like wow, I have like the tiniest little bit of power. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I getting I really, my first embargo. I remember getting code too because I just went to Double Fine's website and there was a press reach out and I wow. reached out and I was like, I'm reviewing it for this little site. Can we get a code for this? And they were and I think it was Tim oh, Schafer himself. Tim Schafer himself. Yeah. sent you a letter. Um, no, I forget Attached who it was. It to a dove. Yeah, but he like Here sent me go, an email and was like, here's a code. Was it Tim? It, was in it wasn't Tim. It was <laughs> no, it absolutely not. Absolutely wasn't Tim. But I remember that happening. I'm like, this is easier than I thought. And then you know, everyone else was like, Nah, man. It's that. <laughs> Depends. It's, it's the whole thing of like, if you walk into a place looking like you know what you're doing, like people will just leave you alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but. up. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything. Like, you were talking about how people will, like, say, oh, I've been working for 10 years because they'll count something small. I do the opposite. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm the person who's been working, like, a retail job for a year, and I'm, like, I don't know. I'm new here. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I guess this I, turned into the first thing we ever did, though. Well, we're going to bring uh, it back to the thing we want wiped from the internet. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> okay, I have something that's uh, kind of relevant, but not really because it's not my career, but it's embarrassing and it's about video games. Um, I used to write fan fiction. Oh, yeah. The first one I ever wrote um, was before I knew what the concept of fan fiction was. It was on a red floppy disk when I was very young. It had to have been like 99. Um, so I would have been like six years old. Um, and I wrote about the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Uh, and so I wrote fan fiction about Link uh, yes. in the next Hell adventure yeah. he yes. would do. So like less romantic because I feel like that's where you go with fan fiction is like the romance mm. thing. And it was just like, no, like I just really want them to make a Zelda game. So I'm just going to write my own story about what happens to Link next. I love it. I wrote a Dragon Ball Z uh, movie script when I was yeah. like eight. And then they stole it and made Majora's exists? Mask. Nope. No. <laughs> what about Majora's Mask? No, I said, and then they stole my floppy oh. disk and made Majora's Mask. Oh. So actually, I made Majora's Mask. Thank you. No. I mean, Thank lot, you so much. Yeah, a lot of nice. deep, important themes in that yeah. game, too. You know? yeah. Loss. Six yeah. years old. You just, you're going through it. You start yeah. to write on... Uh, what's funny is I did the whole thing on PowerPoint because I wanted wow. to be able to put pictures in mm. so people would understand what I was talking about. I, I remember making PowerPoints that were video game themed. And yeah. I'd show friends and be like, that. look at this, look at this. Yeah. And, and they'd think I was weird. <laughs> The most I, I ever did was like I would get graph paper and like does try to pretend like I can design my own levels. And be like, this is how they make levels. This is how they I would do uh, that too. Yeah, I yeah. Used to like, uh, I always had like you know, young boy. I'd be like, I'm a tough guy in an alleyway. I'm gonna beat up some dudes. So I had like tough guy alleyway game. <laughs> nice. Like, uh, I, just, I mean, that's not bad. If anybody wants to make tough guy alleyway game, just call it that. You can have it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I, I, do you want to give that away? Are you sure? <laughs> All right, I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Tucker is a. Uh, uh, don't make tough guy alleyway game copyright here. I, I'll there come is, for you. There is a thing that you <laughs> you can if you say you know like uh, it belongs to me on some sort of recorded piece of media. That's that's me. This is here right now. That's come, actually what Embracer Group did. I own Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> no. Power struggle. I own Lord of the Rings. You can't take it away from me. All right. Send yeah, it to the judge. It's it. just the ultimate dibs. We're gonna do Lord of the Rings spinoff tough guy alleyway game. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess I like that. I don't know if I'd erase that though. That's pretty, I don't know. Um, but I would erase when I got a little bit older. Um, there was a site called Quizilla and Quizilla. yeah, and you could do quizzes and stuff on it as the name implies, but it was also huge for fan fiction before it got shut mm -hmm. down. Um, and my friend wrote a Kingdom Hearts fan fiction, um, that was very long and filled with much a lot of romance happening. A lot of why? What um, is about fan fiction that's always romance oriented? I don't know. Or it know. just feels like that's I, the trend. <laughs> but I can't give. I have an answer, but you continue. I can't give her too much shit because I also wrote fan fiction that was romance centered. And oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying. I can't Let believe. Let her rip. I wrote. It was a love triangle between Tifa, Vincent, and Cloud. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And you know, I it was fairly popular before it was I you know I'm not even gonna high five for that one because it's okay I'll do I'll do a little high five um but like how you just hold it there until <laughs> uh, like, it's, like sorry no high five <laughs> it was so bad I'm pretty sure that like Reno at one point hit on her too it was just everybody hitting on Tifa which like have you seen well, Tifa makes sense I mean I don't remember who Vincent <laughs> is Does Vincent introduced after oh my gosh the the because I, I played remake he's the love of my life but I don't, I don't know who Vincent is. Vince, he's that guy. Yeah, he's so. We're not okay. I can't do this. <laughs> but I'm not gonna hijack the time no, talking I about think Vincent. You should time, but pull it up, and we should just read it. Have he know. is an ex-Turk, 
so he used to be in the Turks with like Reno and Rudens, but he didn't work at the same time as them. He's like 50 years older, but he's been in a coffin. Um, and because of being injected with. Uh, Wait, is this in seven or is this in something else? It's in seven. Okay. Yeah, he's in seven. Um, and so he he has not aged, so he still looks like he's like late 20s. Um, he has long black. He looks like a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Mm. He like, wears like all red. It's like a metal. It, it's a whole thing. But right. he's great. Um, he will be, I'm sure, in Rebirth. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like, don't quote me on that. But I would assume it, that chronologically, would make they, they probably found they probably found it on a floppy disk. Yeah, that's exactly. what rebirth is. So don't quote, but that's they definitely took my flop, my red flop. Just yeah, that's actually the whole ahead, the yes. whole setup of a remake was just so that rebirth can be a love triangle between Vincent Cloud and T. Cool. So. So All yeah, right. that that should probably be erased. And thankfully, Quizilla died, and it was. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> what about uh, what's uh, the archive, the Wayback Machine? Oh, should I try to bring it up? <laughs> I, I've, I've gone to the Wayback Machine and I just couldn't figure it out. And I was like, all right, whatever. I've used, lost it, I've is used lost. it for for a lot of research for um, like old episodes. Like, yeah. remember? Uh, I'm sorry, for when I was working on the show. Remember when it was like a very, very good source to like mm-hmm. dig through thing websites that didn't exist anymore or things that were deleted. Uh, so also, I'm my sure. husband in the chat said, tell them about the shirt. Um, I wish that I still had this shirt. Um, my dad, for my birthday one year, got me a shirt that said, I'm just with this guy until Vincent Valentine is single, with an arrow. <laughs> and I threw it away because I was so insulted oh by it. It was so embarrassing. And like now, I wish more than anything I had it because I would wear it ironically, but also not ironically. Anyway, that's the end. <laughs> Husband whom I have a child with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like when I was 20, probably. But, um, yeah. So, Vincent Valentine, Amazing. call me. <laughs> From the red floppy desk in which you live. <laughs> you can be the dad that stepped up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know the meme. I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped up. Don't talk to me about memes. Mm. I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I normally meet all of them go right over my head. The only things I see are like I have two friends who still send me memes, and I usually ignore them. But I've seen that one. Lucy. No, actually, they don't. <laughs> they send it to Callie, but not to me, okay. probably because they know I'd look at it and be like, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kurt, what do you want to? What do you want to erase from existence that you that you have produced? <laughs> I don't know if I'm as I don't know if I'm that ashamed. I feel like you at least you you came into GameSpot already pretty pretty good at hosting, pretty good at writing, you know. Like, thanks. I I, I was thanks, I, I was I, I was like a wet towel when I started GameSpot. <laughs> uh, I mean, because. Maybe not a race, but is there is there like a mistake in a video that still bugs you to this? Yeah, there is. I mean, there's definitely a mistake in a video. I actually mentioned it earlier today. It's like so minor. And I know, like, compared to the thousand-some videos you've made, you'd be like, dude, whatever. But it does linger with me because it was a big deal for me to be able to do it. Uh, It was when I did the Psychonauts 2 preview. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, the first time that I was, like, I've written, I had done reviews in the past for GameSpot. um, But this is my first time, like, doing a preview, doing an interview with, like, Lissette Teatree Montgomery and mm-hmm. Tim Schaefer from Double Fine and then also like capturing the game and doing the preview edit by myself and I had this whole thing I was like I'm doing this by myself I want to be in the video I wanted to like make an effort to try and put a little bit more personality into this and how we do these 
this is so unbelievably stupid and minor, but I I export this is like really inside baseball nerdy video <laughs> stuff. I exported it at 24 frames per second, and like so the gameplay isn't at 60 frames. And I never noticed it, and no one ever really called out during the QA process. And when it went up, like all the comments were like, "Man, this game looks bad. The frame rate sucks." And I had to like be like, "This is my fault." That makes complete mortified at developer seeing my particular preview and being like, "Don't give them anything because they make our game look bad." And I just Mm -hmm. was. I mean, of course, then I end up doing the review and edited the review myself, and I learned my lesson there, Mm -hmm. and I I know better now. Um, But yeah, it's just like a minor silly. It's a minor thing that I just like doesn't look good, like literally, and you know, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt really like I was like, damn it. So game, I wish I could change that. Game frame rate is kind of because we we typically shoot things. Richard shoots things in twenty four, like twenty three point nine eight or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we capture gameplay. 30, 60. 30, 60, sometimes more, usually one of those two. But then sometimes when you do videos where you're on camera and then you also have Zoom, which Zoom is like, it says it's 20, but it's actually like 10 frames a second because the quality is shit. And then you throw them all into one timeline and then you hit export and it's like it forces things to different frame rates and sometimes, yeah. I mean, I learned my lesson and I know that's probably so, it's just, but it's not as embarrassing or or as spicy as I'm sure people wanted to be, but that's something I've done at GameSpot where I was like, man, what a ding dong. Yeah. (laughs) I, (laughs) I. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you brought up this topic, Where do I start? Where do I start? Uh, I I feel like I said the bar is so like incriminally whatever. (laughs) I, well, to be fair, I have been making videos at GameSpot since 2015. The first feature I remember doing was a, that, that I voiced was five tips on how to beat Witcher 3 on Death March mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that video is decent, but I sound like I'm asleep. <laughs> oh, well, well, come on. Do you really want to erase that, though? Um, That's a no, 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 like... I don't. I don't think I want to erase that. Um, I would like to listen to it. I did a bunch of news updates and a lot of mistakes went through those because there was a period where I was asked to do five news updates a day, which we don't really do anymore, but it was like minute and a half, two minute long videos about news stories that we'd turn into a video and we'd throw in articles. Um, and I had a good amount of mistakes in those. I mean, not a whole lot considering how much I did, but the ones, the mistakes I had, I remember there was one. I don't remember what it was exactly that I had done, but some guy got really mad at Justin for being the VO, even though I wrote it. Justin oh. Haywald, who, who worked here a while ago. Um, and then another video, I forgot to source some footage from a Doom mod. Mm. And Total Biscuit went after <laughs> went after me for not sourcing this this gameplay of a mod. Even though I talked about the mod in the game, like I, or in, in the video itself, but I remember getting a lot of shit online for that, and that was like my first couple months here. Yeah. So I wish I could probably just get rid of that. Um, to be fair, I did like, I don't know if I necessarily worked things out with him because I had no way to contact him, but other people did and was able to work things out. And uh, uh, after after the fire that hit my house, he donated a bunch of money to my family for some reason. I mean, oh. so, so, so like, I know a lot of people don't get, don't didn't necessarily vibe with him, but I have respect for him despite the fact that he just ripped into this intern who had no idea what he was doing and had never been in the industry. And I was like, man, games media. Mm. <laughs> um, you learned quickly that there's not a lot of grace extended. Yeah, stuff, so. especially, especially with social media. It's yeah. like, you messed up, 
I'm not going to learn context. I'm just going to bury you, roast you. Um, when I, there was a God of War video I did that even thinking about it makes me cringe. It was like, it was after I was watching a bunch of uh, Game Maker's Toolkit stuff, and I was like, I want to do an essay like that. So I tried to do one about God of War's story, and it is so up its own ass, and it's so cringy. I was still in film school, so I was like, I'm going to use some of my film school knowledge to make mm. this more interesting. You and just it, showed David Lynch for no reason. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just make it black and white and yeah. grainy. Not that bad. Three minutes of reverse. silence. It was, it was, yeah. it was yeah. just yeah. very exactly. like... Yeah. Just show a corner of a wall yeah. for a yeah. solid minute straight. It was just like <laughs> Kratos is really internalizing his... Uh, his guilt at this moment. You can tell by the way he swings his axe at this tree. Sick. And I don't know why I thought it was good. Immediately I published it and I was like, that may have been the dumbest video I've ever made. <laughs> Wait, is it through GameSpot? It's through GameSpot, yeah. Look, dude. It's I'm I I think like it's stuff like that that gets me excited. Like anybody who wants to look back at the things that you used that somebody used to make. Mm-hmm grow up like you've made bad stuff mm. like go back and look at it and be yeah. proud of the thing you've, you've become like that you were able to look and be like that was mm. silly yeah but like i actually kind of get like a kick out of keeping it online and like being like yeah you can look oh yeah at the I dingus think... i was mm-hmm. but like now look at me i'm like a different kind of dingus yeah that, I, that's a good way to put it <laughs> i looked up something like this is a much like lighter example but i remember i was searching for like a tweet that I had um, posted or something recently. I don't remember what it was about. Um, but you know how you can type in, like, your handle and then, like, a, a word that you know mm-hmm. is in the tweet to try mm-hmm. to, like, find it. I typed in, in, like, a tweet from, like, 2011 or something like that that I wrote popped oh, up. And yeah. it was something like, so excited to see the new Marvel movie, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't even know. It was just something that was, like, I read it. And I'm just like, oh, God, that was so cringy. But, you know, but I was excited. Like, I, little Jessica was excited, you know? So, like. People need to chill out. Yeah. On yourself and the world I, I agree. Like to to be fair, I'm not too beat up about it anymore. <laughs> but I get it. It's it's more like, and I don't care that it's out there. Like I think it's Dude. good that it's there. I just I just look back at that video in particular, and I was like, that is not me. You like, don't. I was I, I was fine. trying to be something I'm not for this video. Mm-hmm. To be fair, when I write and produce videos for Gamespot, I'm still not super confident in my own voice. Like I don't know. Like, some days I feel this way, other days I don't. But that video in particular, like, after that was done, I was like, that's not me. Hey, man, you would have never known. I didn't plagiarize, yeah. though. Like, <laughs> that's, that is Talking not, about let's, let's make that context. clear. When I say yeah. it's not my own. Not me. Somebody's going to go on Twitter <laughs> yeah. and be like, yo, this dude just said this wasn't him. When I say it's not my, my own. hire a ghostwriter. <laughs> it, was, it was that uh, when I was done writing it, I was like, this, is, this isn't what I want to make. Yeah. This isn't it. Yeah. That's but, cool, though. Like, like really... You can't you can't grow without doing some cringy stuff. That's like true. You, you gotta you gotta do yeah. it. Even when I even embrace I, the cringe. I uh, even I have just a hard time looking back at stuff I was doing when I first started here. Like I have a hard time watching the few like the the beginning of True Fiction. Like just because I just that was the first thing I made for us. That was like mm-hmm. the first show. It was like my first time like working with a team of people mm-hmm. and a group of people and like. In my mind, I was like, yeah. I mean, I host. And it, it works in the way that I was like deliberately trying to host it. Like. Rod Serling or um, or Robert Stack, so it makes sense in a way. But it's like, it's what I'm trying to say is it's hard to look back at anything, basically. Yeah. And like some yeah. like uh, like I look back at my my first review for us was Deadly Premonition two, um, and what a hell of a review was that was for my first one. But like it's still I could tell I was just trying too hard. I was thinking yeah. too hard about it. Um, I still stick by my guns with what I said about that game, but like yeah. in terms of how I wrote it, just like I would write that a little differently now. Yeah. 
It's a learning process. Yeah. It's how you get yeah. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By looking back and be like, don't do that again, idiot. I know. The Kratos's, Kratos's <laughs> anger can be seen through the veins of his bicep when he mm. picks up his swords. What are they called? Axes. Axes. They're little. They're, are those? Ha- axes? Oh, the the other things he's got. The little uh, things around them with the yeah. chains. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Big gamer but, fan over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's good we talked about God of War though because that's a big game and we can put that in the tags so people will. Uh, yes, we talk about this, God this of War show, yeah. and his and his uh, the the depression of his butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on to the question of the week. This will probably be the last thing we talk about, but this, like I said, was from Maria, Serious Business, on the GameSpot Discord. What game slash game series deserves a spinoff? A Dragon Age Tactics game? A Metal Gear visual novel? A Dark Souls game? What would be your choice of game and genre? Mm. I knew this was coming, and I didn't think of anything for it. So I have one. Okay. But I think it's because... I was once asked a question like, what would you like an anime spinoff? And I kind of think my answer might be the same because I'm so obsessed with the world of this game and I just want to see more things of it. Mm-hmm. It's Paradise Killer. I would love mm-hmm. to see oh. um, a spinoff game of Paradise Killer almost in like the way of like something like Coffee Talk. I would love because like the so I don't know if either one of you have played Paradise Killer. I've played <laughs> Paradise Killer, but I don't know. I haven't played Coffee Talk. Okay, so like you know, Paradise Killer. Like the thing that I love about that game is like you see it at the tail end of this world that's about to end, mm-hmm. and you only get to interact with the last people who are left there before like everyone goes off. So there's like this whole, whole like you could just like feel that there was a world that was made here mm-hmm. that you just get to see the remnants of. Um, and so Coffee Talk is a game about uh, where you just play as a barista making drinks for person after person after person who comes in and like it's just you just learn their stories the story of the game is the individual stories who are walking in as your customers i'm making this up as i'm talking by the way i was okay. gonna say i was like i want paradise killer but i don't know what it would be and i just thought i was like but being a bartender in the world of paradise killer would be yeah. such an amazing way to like learn the actual characters of that game and world without being it tied into like a murder mystery like uh, the actual game was so that's my answer i Thanks wish for submitting the question that i was not scared of paradise killer you're scared of it? Yeah, I don't know why. Like the aesthetic of it, like there's something about it that's so Sit. deeply unsettling to me. It reminds me of like my nightmares, <laughs> which is such a weird. Maybe that's why thing. I like it. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like I, I don't know what it is about that game. But I seriously started in like and just how it made me like sick. It, it just it reminded me of my nightmares. It sounds Holy so sh- weird. Like so, like neon gods and like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. It was like the white marble and like the yes. pools and like how ornate everything yes. was and like mm. and how empty everything was. There's just something it reminds me of like seriously like some of the worst nightmares I've ever had. Wow, which I'm, I'm been so like, sorry. No, it's, it's, it's just like a funny weird thing because I have so many friends who love that game oh. and tell me, oh, you got to play it, you got to play it. And I'm like, I want to, but it creeps me out so bad. I would rather play like Outlast or something. At that Holy place. shnikes. Like, because like it creeps me out. It does have some gruesome scenes in it too. There are, there are like moments of horror for me yeah. in that game, but in a way that's like you know that uh but not in like exploring the world yeah it's so weird i don't wow. know why it's just like it's empty and quiet and eerie and like there's just something so Even with, deeply like, the city un- pop yeah like, it's just so unsettling to me and i don't know why that's totally okay but um i'm trying to think of what my uh Spinoff would be. I don't know. I'll toss it to Jake to go for it. <laughs> Choose know. your own adventure romance novel with yeah. Tifa, Vincent, and Cloud. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. That's perfect, honestly. Um, a mobile, a mobile <laughs> uh, choose your own adventure romance novel yeah. of those three characters 
pay pay you have to pay for the sexiest options. Uh, there you go. Like what? Like how cropped do you want Tifa's crop top to yes, be? Yeah. Twenty how, diamonds. How spiked do you want? <laughs> you can probably charge more for that. People will pay for that. Yeah. Uh, I, you could probably, especially Italy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, wait, what? Have you you guys don't know about that? The whole like. Okay, well, we can talk after the show. <laughs> it's have you? It's like so. I guess last year, right? The Italian Senate accidentally streamed oh, that video. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Or no, it was this. earlier this year. They accidentally streamed Final Fantasy VII porn, like during a government meeting. So it was just Tifa going at it. Um, Mama mia. Yeah. There was like so much <laughs> fan art of like Tifa wearing the Italian flag and like. Just, oh, like, I mean, like stuff. speaking to my roots. Like, yeah. oh, it was hey. so funny, but um, yeah. Wow. I didn't know if I should bring up uh, inappropriate videos on the podcast, but I'm glad I did. It's okay. I think okay. We it's, talked, it's I After think Dark. We talked about I was going to say, okay. I, I, was say I, I, I remember like early days of After Dark, one of the episodes went into a pornography tangent, I thought. Oh, okay. Point. Probably. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Good, good to know that Michael porn shouts is... out hentai when he's oh, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. If Michael's been on, I can't say yeah, anything worse. Say, if Michael's been yeah. on, like, you're, you've, you've, you're fine. Um. I, the other, I, or it wasn't even the other day, it was earlier this year, I had lunch with Michael, and um, we had a discussion about if snake girls or cat girls were sexier um, for like 20 minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3, or whatever, it was, the, it was the newer one that came out, and there Not were snake girls. AI Somnium Files, that game's old. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I know Michael's all hot and heavy in that game. Yeah. Old yeah. news. Old news. <laughs> snake girls. I'm not saying they're sexier. I'm just saying snake girls. Yeah. I got nothing. You I, can't, nothing. I, can't, I can't think of <laughs> Do I have to come up with one for you, too? No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. They're, they're, I, I, I have some really basic ones that aren't interesting. No, I don't what even have it? any. I don't, I don't have any. Uh, I, I just came up with... I, like, you did, yeah. I want more tactics games in existence. In I mean, general. <laughs> so the the one that that comes to mind is like a a Pokemon game designed with multiplayer in mind from the start. You know, like a a multiplayer co op Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. Scarlet and Violet is kind of headed that direction, but I don't know if it's as grand as like I picture in my head. Yeah, but that's not that interesting. I feel. What like about a, what about a Witcher point and click adventure? <laughs> uh, I feel like that could work. That that'd be cool. We got a dope Witcher spinoff though with Thronebreaker. I don't know if anyone's played that, but that game was really good. And that's kind of that's point the, and okay. clickish. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. So it already um, exists. It, there's it's like half card game and half making decisions and and story beats and stuff, which is quite good. I thought of what I want. I want a Hades dating sim. Perfect. There yeah. we go. Brilliant. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 I feel like that was like yeah. That's ripe for it. I don't. You don't yeah. even need to explain it. No. Done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bam. That's it. Cool. I just want to date the gods in Hades. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I know I'm kinda of like, man, maybe I should have said Paradise Killer dating sim. Yeah. Anything yeah. with a dating sim, it's it's gonna be fun. So, you know. Hmm. Unless it's <laughs> The Last of Us dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's yeah, that's that's what you want. The that's Last what of I Us want, dating yeah. sim. Yes. Yeah, well, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely terrifying. Take uh, a stroll out though. on a nice little golf trip. Yes. 
All right. Well, I think that about <laughs> does it for episode 158 of GameSpot After Dark. Thank you for sticking with us. We're sorry about the technical difficulties. Jean-Luc will be back next week, so things will be going well. The Before, lens thief. The lens thief. The lens thief himself will show the his face thief. in this office once again. Um, Kurt, anything you want to plug before we go? Mm. Just like I, I, I always feel weird, but like, look at me, follow me. I know. I, I, and I just want you to like. I always kind of say like, just be aware that you're enjoying the stuff you're enjoying. What? Like, be like, I want to tell people like, go oh, okay. just like, just have a conscious awareness of the stuff that like you're like having a good time with. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing a game, just be aware. Like, yeah, I'm having a good time playing a game. You know, that's you know. always such a good feeling. Yeah, like yeah. when you like, finally like, when it clicks and you're like, yeah. I'm comfortable. I yeah. feel good. Look out for those moments. And if you do, I mean, I guess it's just you know, at Kurt underscore Indivina. But hey, and any any videos coming up? Oh, I don't care about oh, actually, socials. Oh, sweet, good. Me neither. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess yeah, sure. There's a on um, August 22nd, which is Monday. Uh, I have a video coming out. Uh, about the redesign that saved Deathloop. That, that's what Ooh. I was trying to get you to say. Oh, see, I was, I, I was like, I was just like, I just want people to have a good time. <laughs> well, they can have a good time watching your video because it's uh, very good, and I've seen it. Oh, thank you. I don't I'm know if excited. you did. I don't know if I knew you watched it. I didn't leave any comments because good. that's the way to go. There were already Slipping comments the in there, and I watched it three days after it was up. <laughs> oh, so brilliant! Like, I'm not well, gonna. yeah. If uh, but I, if 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 I had caught it the day of, I would have. Got it. The no, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's very that's good. what I want. I mean, it's Chris Morris is edited, so he can take it. Uh, yeah. With that said, I have a video. We, my Chris Morris and myself, partners in crime, uh, have a video coming out on Monday about Death Loop. It's a part of a kind of a series that we've put together called Not a Feature, which is basically a, that tells the stories when de- of, of development stories that have gone catastrophically wrong, um, but in very minute ways and how they kind of came back from it. So we have one on the Forgotten City, which came out a few weeks ago um, about the redesign that broke the Forgotten City. Mm. Um, We also have one on Weird West. We have one on Boulder's Gate 3, which is a fantastic episode I'm really proud of. And the first one, which is the bee that broke Skyrim. Um, So yeah, if you're interested, go watch those. And then I'm working on a video about playing mobile games for a week, so yeah. Good luck with that. Thank you. Jess, anything you want to plug? Uh, I want to plug your God of War video. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing this. Um, I, I wrote... See, the thing is, there's 38,000 videos on GameSpot, yeah. and like we covered God of War pretty hard, so I'm confident they're not going to find it anyway. <laughs> there will be one person, just 3,700. Yeah, I say that, and someone's going to drop a link yeah. in chat right away. Like, god. this it? Oh, God. <laughs> this you? <laughs> um... But yeah, I wrote, I published something today on boy games, and I'm going to leave it as vague as that because look it up, I guess. Um, no, but I'm actually, I think it was a really cool piece. Um, no, you're fine. Um, and uh, what else What else have I done lately? I don't know. You reviewed a game. I reviewed Cold of Lamb. Yeah. Uh, no. You published a great article today. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, other things will happen, but I probably can't talk about them, so... Uh, I am working on a lot of different things at once, so nothing is getting done as it <laughs> normally does. But uh, in a couple days, you'll probably see a video review for a big game. Once that's done, I will mm. be working on an updated review for The Last of Us, part one, the remaster, remake. Sure. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, one day I'll finish this Art of War video. You will. It'll take a while. I'm counting on it. 
Yeah. I'm well, anticipating it for you. For, do it for me. I just hope The Last of Us pulls like a, a Final Fantasy VII and you just get to the end and it's, it's like, it's film. just a totally different. Or, no, no. or it's just the third of the game. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. the third of the game. And it yeah. Cuts, yeah. Like, it yeah. Just cuts, it cuts two hours into Last it. Last of Us Part 1, Part 2 is coming out. And, Rebirth. Yeah. In three years. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We will see y'all next time. So long, folks. Thank you. Thank you.